Let's freaking go. It is Tuesday afternoon and the boys are back. To my left, I got Mr. Pete for Niner Friday Podcast. What's up, brother? What's going on, Beto? What's going on? All the people in the chat. Chat's already going crazy. Appreciate it. What's going on, Brandon? And, you know, what's going on to all the the, the all of the Niner fan base, how are you feeling about being the number one seed, regardless of anybody? Like all to ourselves, like uh, we're selfish that way. That's right. And to my right, we got my brother from a different mother. We got Brandon from Forever Podcast. What's up, brother? What's going on, Beto? What's up, Pete? Chat, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in once again. Appreciate all the love and support from all you guys. Um, yeah, man, another week, another show, and we in the number one seed. The game ahead it feels good, else. baby. Let's go. Number one seed, the best record in the NFC. We are on Q's control. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you to the Dallas Cowgirls for getting your ass kicked by the Buffalo Bills, and thank you to the Eagles for choking at and within about a minute left against Seattle. You lost to Locke, Drew Locke. The Eagles lost to who? Drew Locke, 98 yards within about a minute and a half to go. And he went and carved the Eagles defense, clearly giving the 49ers the best pot in the NFC Guys, not that we're going to lose any of our games uh, that are left, but we have a free game. What do I mean by that? By being ahead of the Cowboys and Eagles and them losing, we don't have to go into this game against the Ravens feeling the pressure that we have to win this. Of course, we're going to win it, but we don't have to win it. And I think going into this game, not having to win it will give Kyle better chances to do what he does best. And the guys, Pete, how did you feel that we're not pressured in winning this game? We want to win it, but we don't have to win it. Yeah, I still look at it as a must win. Uh, Not just because, uh, just because of the records and everything. Like, I mean, it, it would be nice to beat the Ravens for once. Like, I don't know if anybody understands the history that we have against the Ravens, but it is... How do you do it like I this? Don't. There you go. There you go. Don't mind me. Oh, okay. I'm just pointing to <laughs> the. Like, yeah, I'm over here. Don't mind me. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. It doesn't matter. Like a, about like a technically, it doesn't. If they lose it, but that if they lose, they're right back in the same spot that we were already in. So why? So we don't want to lose this game. Like I think that Shani's going to play it that way as well. Uh, I think that they want to get to a point to where the last game of the season doesn't matter uh, mm-hmm. so that they can sit there, maybe sit their guys and rest them at that point. Um, and that way they'll have like almost two weeks off in a row uh, more so than have like a, uh, because I got, I got worried that they weren't going to play their, their guys, all their guys this week. But, uh, but I have a feeling that Shani's going to go out there and want, want his guys available. He wants his guys available so that they can win this, uh, the next two games so that they can rest, and get an extra two weeks off uh, to, to be rested. So, 
Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge everybody in the chat right after Brandon's take. Uh, I will go ahead and acknowledge everyone in the chat. Thank you for coming in and joining us tonight. Brandon, what is your feelings of us having that extra game to play with? Uh, the fact that we don't have to win this game. Like Pete said, we want to win it. Shannon wants to win it, obviously. Uh, but they don't have to win it. Um, but if they don't, that that's more pressure on them the last two games. Um, this is an AFC team, not NFC. The NFC is the ones you want to beat down for conferences. Mm -hmm. uh, AFC, you can afford to lose to if you have to. The fact that the uh, Eagles and Dallas lost, um, Brandon, how do you feel about this game going into the Ravens? Uh, I feel good, but I still think we need – this is a must-win game, especially against Baltimore. Um, let's just prove to the league that we're the best in the world, um, especially after uh, beating a, a hot Ravens team. That would be great. So um, definite must-win. Mind you, we broke the Eagles after they played us. They haven't looked the same since. Um, and it's kind of funny because uh, – you don't see any of their fans talking anymore either. So um, that's also great news. But They're talking. Uh, They're just talking about their own quarterback now. Well, you know what I mean, though. They, <laughs> they ain't talking as much as they, they, they were talking before the, the game that we beat down them. So Yeah. Um, we broke the Eagles' heart, bro. To oh be God. honest with you, you know, I rather, I rather went out the rest of the season just to be safe. You know what I mean? And if we do win the next two games, um, then we could rest uh, the final game of the season against the Rams. And I like that. And before we go on, Pete, hold on. Let me just acknowledge everyone in the chat real quick. We got Don in the house. How you doing, Don? Welcome. Welcome. I like to give the royal treatment real quick. We got Jimmy in the house. How you doing, Jimmy? Welcome. Welcome to the chat. Uh, we got Roberto Davis in the house. What's up? What's up? Welcome, welcome. We got Daniel Barry Sports in the house. Welcome. We got royalty in the house. We got J a Red Jet Shell in the house. Welcome, Shell. Good, 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 good to see you. Uh, who else do we have? We got the we got the sorry cowboy fan. Crazy guy in the house. What's up? We got the B-Man, Mr. B's. Uh, how you doing, Joseph Hayden? This man works with nothing with nothing about B. He's always, uh, let me rephrase. This man works with B's every single day. Has full body full of B's, man. I don't know how you do it, but thank you for your services because I definitely love honey. We got royalty. We got Jess, the East Coast Red and Gold. Welcome. We got my brother who I have I have not returned his messages. I, I am so sorry, Brian. You've been leaving me yeah, messages three, three days ago, bro, and I haven't returned them. I am terrible. Sorry. This guy sent me uh emails, texts, uh voicemails, uh, uh smoke signals, uh everything, bro, and I still haven't responded. SOS is probably the only thing he hasn't done. We got uh, Avatar in the house. How you doing, brother? 
Avatar. I, I always say Avatar, but um, let's see. We got Rick Diaz in the house. Merry Christmas to you as well. I'm going to get to your guys' comments, but I just want to make sure I acknowledge everyone and leave nobody out uh, in there, and then I'll get back to your comments. Oh, you guys yeah. have been <laughs> killing it in the comments. We got brand Daniel Cantu in the house. What's up, Daniel? Welcome. We got Ronnie Brown in the house. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the channel. If this is your first time, make sure to hit the like button. We are going live on all three YouTube channels. Myself, uh, Pete, and Brandon. Make sure to go to their channels as well and hit the like button and subscribe if you're not subscribed already. We got 90 till in the house. What's up, brother? I like that. I like that uh, name there. All right. So that that's everybody on the docket so far. So, gentlemen, gentlemen, we have to look at this game against the Ravens and, and take care of business. This is clearly a preview of a possible Super Bowl meeting between these two. I mean, the NFL could not set this up any better than it has. You got the best team in the AFC. You got the the best team with the best record, 11-3, and the number one seed in the AFC, going against the 11-3 and number one seed in the the NFC, clashing together on Monday night football, Christmas. What a game this is going to be. Lamar Jackson, we've been practicing all week with chickens. We're going. We're coming after you, um, Pete. How important is it going to be that we need Armstead and Hargrave back? They're saying that they might not play in this game. Uh, we're, it's still early to say, but if they tell me what happens if they do play, and tell me what it could happen if they don't play, and then Brandon, you're next with the same question. So in the in this game in this past game there was an obvious difference in the stoutness of the uh, of the defensive line uh the defensive line got pushed back a little bit now Arizona actually has a pretty decent offensive line like uh but at the same time uh you could obviously see uh the middle getting kind of pushed off the line a little bit but at the same time the 49ers just tacked just didn't tackle. Like uh and it was they missed what 16 tackles in that game. It's cr- some crazy amount, but it's quite a few times they had guys lined up and hemmed in in the backfield and they just couldn't tackle. Like uh, so I don't necessarily think that uh that they were the reason like Kinlaw and uh and uh, and I know that uh we lost uh Kalia Davis for like he's going to be out for weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh but TY McGill uh Kinlon McGill I don't really blame them and they had to play uh and Givens they did they had to play a majority of the game in the middle. I just don't necessarily blame them uh for the for the rush yards. I think that it was more having to do with people just weren't tackling. So but it would be nice to have it would be nice to have Hargrave and Armstead in there just if for no other reason than just depth and like uh, keeping guys fresh. So 
Like, uh, I think that that's, it would be huge to have them back, but uh, we do miss them if, if for nothing else than just the depth that that brings. What about you, Brandon? Good point there, Pete. Um, yeah, I think uh, we'll be fine if Hargrave and Armstead are in there. Our 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 run, our rushing defense will look a hundred percent better with those two in there. Because uh, you saw how it looked uh, Sunday against Arizona without them in there. So. Uh, watch out for that. And then also, too, is I was going to say the Ravens have a good running um, uh, running offense, but now that they lost an, another one of their running backs, uh, I don't know how it's going to look now. I mean, yes, Lamar is a mobile quarterback and everything like that, but uh, from for most of the season, I've been seeing Lamar mostly in the pocket a lot more compared to how he was in the past couple of years, and especially in his MVP season. Um, but as long as we, we could contain Lamar in that pocket and uh, go after him, I think we should be okay. I think it's going to be a close game for sure. And I think um, – I know you said that he, they might not play, but I have a really strong feeling that our boys are going to be back in that lineup. So I think so too. Yeah, yeah I hope so because uh, going against Lamar – uh, this guy, he's amazing at what he does. He isn't. He hasn't been the same Lamar of last year, but the boy can move. Uh, and those, you know, those third and six can be easily uh, become first downs with Lamar out there. So the Niners have to be focused on that for sure. And the pass rush, we're going to need uh, a little bit more of uh, Chase. Chase kind of came on strong. But he hasn't uh, gotten to the – you guys correct me because I haven't really checked on the stats. Has he gotten a sack since he came to the Niners? And if he, he has, when, when was the last time he had one? Because I don't remember. It was like the first game uh, – the first two games, I think he had a sack and a half. And then I don't think he's gotten anything since. Yeah, we're going to need pressure from uh, Chase. Definitely. I mean, he's helped, obviously, on the defensive line – uh, maybe because of the, the lack of uh, Armstead and Hargrave. Um, we did give up some yards uh, to the Cardinals for the most part, but we were able to contain that. Um, Brock Purdy continues to amaze me, guys. Brock Purdy continues to do what he does. The guy is on fire. The guy is on an MVP level. And he's really a leader because he's a humble. He was asked. Just Christian, who deserves the MVP? He said, he said Christian McCaffrey does. Uh, and, and I think at this point, it's hard to argue. I mean, uh, Brock has done a lot for this team, but what Christian has done, 1,800 yards, tw- 20 TDs. Um, let, me ask, let me just ask this, and I'll ask Brandon first. Obviously, you want both parties in the game. Facing the Ravens, I'll use that Ravens as an example. If you had to choose, you have to play with without one player, and you can choose either Brock Purdy and um, who's the backup running back, uh, Mason or and- or Mitchell, or would you rather go with Sam Donald and Christian McCaffrey? In other words, who would you leave in and take out when it comes to Brock or mm. McCaffrey against the Ravens? Go ahead, Brandon. 
Who would you take out? Yes, yeah. Who would you take out? And who would you not play? And who would you play between those two gentlemen? Um, <laughs> damn, that's a good ass question, man. Uh, well, we saw how Sam Darnold was uh, when he went in there, and that, that kind of he was I'm two or three. I'm gonna lie, he was two <laughs> or three. Yep. Yeah, but he's them balls were fucking going crazy. <laughs> the one that the one that he missed fell right through. Uh, it went right through Kittle's hands. Yep. Fucking threw a bullet. But um, fuck, I don't know. Mm. You got to pick one, bro. Yeah, you're freaking killing me here, bro. Uh. I think I'm going to have Purdy stay in and sit CMC just because uh, Jordan Mason and Elijah or Elijah Mitchell, I know they can run the ball as well. So Interesting. Interesting take. I love it. What about you, Pete? Who would you keep this in is, and who would you take out? This is not even close. <laughs> this is not even close to me. I would say I would sit. I would sit CMC in a heartbeat. Like, uh, because, okay, and, I, I pick good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I, 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 like, don't even second guess it. Like, it should be CMC because the 49ers have always been known to manufacture rushing yards. It's not now. Will mm-hmm. they, will it be as dynamic as CMC? Will they be able to run routes like CMC? No, but Jordan Mason averages six yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> like almost six yards a carry for his career. Like uh, uh, you got Elijah Mitchell that had proven he he could carry the load like at least for a game. <laughs> and, yeah, <right>. uh, and <laughs> and but even if he doesn't, they got they got Jordan Mason to be right there. Like uh, and Jordan Mason hasn't had any injury issues, so it's uh, yeah, absolutely. And like because I would rather have uh, Brock in there able to dice up defenses um, and play within the structure of the offense. Then to me that's more important than than uh, CMC just because CMC is a valuable weapon. I don't want to uh, want to say he's not valuable, but at the same time, he is not the only reason why the 49ers are winning. They they have so many weapons that I don't think that that would keep him being out would keep them from getting a win. It's interesting. Uh, both of you guys took uh, Brock over CMC. It's a hard. It was a hard question for the fact that both of them are very unique. Both of them are are uh, playing lights out. Both of them are very important to this team. I know the media always talks about, you know, CMC is the heart of this team. Brock is just a game manager, and you He's guys not. just made a point that you game would changer. take Brock over CMC, and that's no disrespect to CMC from you guys. Uh, the the great part, everyone that's listening, listen. The great part is they're both going to be there. Okay, this is just a conversation question, but the fact mm-hmm. that they chose Brock just tells us how much Brock has improved this offense. How much Brock has been able to take control of what Kyle creates and in, in the play calling, and he's able to execute what Brock Purdy has been doing for the San Francisco offense. Our offense is scoring. 30-plus points per game, maybe 28 here and there. The only time they scored 17 points was in the three losses. Other, I, One thing about Archer from uh, 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 Speak, 
or whatever that show is called, uh, he said mm-hmm. the Niners, either they're blowing people out of the water or they're loose. That there's no middle. They either blow you out mm-hmm. or they lose. And I and there's some truth to that. They've blown teams yeah. out. They've blown the Cowboys out. They've blown out the Jags. They've blown out the Eagles. They've blown out um, the Cardinals twice, the, the Seattle Seahawks twice. The way the 49ers are playing this year is amazing. Health is the only thing that can derail this team. The way this offense, Brock Purdy's playing next to you guys would rather go with Brock over CMC, but people don't realize how much defenses have to prepare for a CMC offense. Mm-hmm. CMC is not just running the ball. He's not just catching the ball. This guy builds mismatches with linebackers. Um, people don't realize how important CMC is is in this office. And we have them both. Um, we have Brock Purdy playing a game. We have CMC. If we remain healthy, uh, Pete, if we mm-hmm. remain healthy, and healthy is not something that we have to deal with, how comfortable are you feeling this year? The way Kyle's coaching, the way the team is, is executing defensively, special teams and offense, how good do you really feel without being emotional and, and being too out there? How confident between one and 10 of going to the Super Bowl and winning it? I mean, if they're healthy, I, it's 10. I don't think there's another team in this league that can match up uh, player Talk player your shit, baby. Talk the, your shit. With the 49ers. There is, no, there is no team out there that can match us player for player. And... The and the reality is, is you can look at Brock Purdy the way whatever way you want to game manager, game changer, whatever that whatever label you want to put on him. The reality is is thirty points is coming. Can you match that? Because our defense, while it's may not be the number one defense in the league, it's still top five, <laughs> and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough go. For you to try and match the uh, the point, the points that the 49ers are going to put up. Like if they're all, if they're all healthy, Kyle is has shown that he is no longer just about the running game. It's about balance, and I had to get on board with that because I was used to uh, the physicality of the run game, and I wanted them to overpower teams and run them down. But the reality is, is they've come up with a way to get the ball in the rest of the uh, the playmakers hands who are also physical just as physical and they wear down the secondaries secondaries in the league don't like to tackle they just don't so when they get when they get into now they're playing a team that is almost as physical i think it's almost as physical as the 49ers uh in the ravens but yeah no i if we go player for player they're going to get tired they're going to get uh they're going to get uh worn out uh, if we have all of our guys in there, it's it's going to be a rough go for anybody. Booyah! That's what I'm talking about. And Joseph. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. He says, we can dream <laughs> about it, but we don't have Taylor Swift. Yeah, we well, don't. they're in the AFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'd rather take CMC and Brock and Debo than uh, Taylor Swift anytime. 
uh, well, for hey, football purposes. Yeah, I was about to say, speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we're talking football, okay? <laughs> Calm down. I kind of heard myself say that within myself. I'm like, clarify, uh, yeah. clarify. Yeah. Uh, so, Brandon, what's your thoughts, bro? With a healthy team, what are your uh, percentage of, of making and winning the Super Bowl if we can sustain from getting hurt? Uh, fully healthy, I give it a hundred out of ten. Hundred out this of ten. Ooh, now, this is our year. Damn it. Who? I want to ask Pete and Brandon. You guys can answer at the same time. Let's see who answers quicker. When Brock got looked like he got hurt, did your heart come out of your chest? Absolutely. Yep. I I don't know about <laughs> you guys. But I'm like, no, shit. When he, he was holding his face mask, and I was just like, no, please, 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 no concussions. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, that—that that was what I was scared of—is that he got another concussion. Because, yeah. Wow. Like uh, for his second concussion in a year, uh, they were probably going to hold him out for multiple games. Yeah. And not just because of that. I like I've I've always been afraid of Brock getting hurt because he's a little smaller. Than, than most guys so like uh yeah so i was I, I was really afraid of that uh yeah i was like oh fuck i was like fuck like i was cussing i was cussing a lot i was like man I you cuss i don't I was yeah, I was saying, my, my mom is what is watching this right now like i was like Dude, I hope Got he's you. good. I hope he's good. <laughs> but um, no, dude, uh, Beth, I sent you a video. I wanted to I wanted you to play if you can. Oh yeah, um, give me a second, real quick. I just want to acknowledge yeah. Joseph Hayden says I just wanted to check in on my Niners family and friends, and wish you guys a very merry Christmas and have a safe, blessed holidays. Let's go Niners. Uh, I don't know if you're going to continue to stay for the rest of the show, but if you got to go, Joseph. Thank you so much for coming in. It is always an honor to have you in here, my friend. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your loved ones as well. Okay, with that said, you sent me the video where, senor? Uh, Twitter? Uh, yeah, Twitter. In our group okay. Chat. All right. But, um, uh, so keep yeah, talking until I find it real quick. All right. But yeah, I was, I was I was freaking out myself. And then once uh, Sam Darnold entered in all, and – like I know you're gonna say it differently, Pete, but I was like, oh shit, this isn't looking good when Sam Tarno was in there. And then uh Purdy came back out and I was like, Oh, thank God. I'm like, we're okay, we're good still, we're good. But uh but yeah, man, I was just I was freaked out for sure. I'm sure everybody else was. Yeah, the time the timing is gonna be off if Darnold gets in there. Like it's yeah. gonna be off because you know, Brock is I think that's that's what's so underrated about uh, Brock is that he's so he throws with such anticipation because his timing in, in this time-based offense is just great. I mean, it is just he has great timing, and uh, and it's gonna take it would take Sam Darnold. I mean, think about this, Sam Darnold. How many reps do you think Sam Darnold gets in practice? Barely any. I would say zero. I would say zero. He's getting zero reps right now. And so yeah. for him to go out there and then we're expecting him to just jump in there and ha and Kyle's offense is, is all timing based. So it's not going to look the same. It's going to take him time to build the rapport with the receivers and all that stuff. So, 
Agreed. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got on this video from Kiddo. Um, this is the one, right? Yes. Um, right, go ahead. Let's play it real quick. You want me to get on my soapbox and talk about why McCaffrey should be MVP? Have at it. Uh, so I think the quarterback position is the most important position in sports. Because obviously, if you don't have a quarterback that can play football, it's very difficult to win football games. Um, so I get the importance of that position. I think Brock is having an amazing season. I Yes, he is playing an MVP caliber. Is that, that's so fun to say. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Good job, Brock. And like, I love quarterbacks, and they do a great job. But like the things that Chris McCaffrey and I'll even Tyreek have done this year, and like Tyreek's gonna figure out a way to get to three to get to two thousand yards in three games. He's gonna figure out a way to do it probably. But like the things that they do consistently, every single play and every single time they touch the ball, it's absolutely outrageous. And the fact that they're not like higher in the MVP talks or whatever it is, odds in Vegas or whatever, you know, people think they're gonna win. Like I feel like Tyreek and Christian, 20 plus touchdowns can score more run game, pass game. Every time he touches the ball, you're like, uh, it's a highlight reel, it's a hurdle, it's a touchdown. And they're not even hardly into consideration MVP just because they're not quarterbacks. And that really bothers me because it's the most valuable player on the entire team. Not It's it's not a quarterback award. Just make a quarterback award if you want to give away a quarterback award. George Kittle, everybody, on his soapbox right there. On the <laughs> He's <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but love George to death, like, but he's wrong. <laughs> you gotta love George. He tells you how it is, man. He'll tell you how yeah. it is. Gotta love that. This, this uh, is a, can I say this real quick? Yeah, can I say this real quick? So look, I I love I love Christian McCaffrey, but we just went over what would happen for majority of teams. What would happen? If their quarterback went their their franchise quarterback went down, and but they had Christian McCaffrey, a majority of them they would be they'd be losing games, like uh, they'd be losing games probably, and like uh, and but Christian McCaffrey would probably put up pretty good stats, not as good of stats. And this is the thing, he wouldn't put up as good of stats up if Brock wasn't his quarterback, like uh, because it's it's because Brock is able to throw the ball deep throw the ball anywhere on the field and complete passes at such an efficient rate is the, is what opens up the run game because otherwise every team is looking to stop the 49er run game. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like uh, I, I get what George is saying and we'd all love to say that CMC, you know, that we'd like to see another, somebody else other than a quarterback to get it. But I mean, the reality is, is if Brock wasn't doing the things that he was doing uh, and even Tua. Like, if you want to talk about Tyreek Hill, would Tyreek Hill be able to do that if Tua wasn't his quarterback? Probably not. Nope. Like, they have Skyler, whoever, that he would not be getting the same stats. That is correct. So, you need, if you need somebody else to get your, uh, if you need another player, the player that we're talking about, sh uh, like, should be getting the MVP, then uh, if you need that player to get your stats, I mean that probably makes that guy MVP by default, in my in my opinion. You're yeah, on mute. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was saying, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, yes, like I get it. I get what George is saying, but at, at the end of the day, like, 
who is like a lot of, how else are you like scoring and winning games it's your quarterback and that's why a lot of the times this this uh trophy or whatever um it's for quarterback because usually the quarterback is the ones making most of the plays yeah the receivers and running backs do a lot of yak or you know just rushing down the field and stuff but uh, it all starts with the quarterback like we all say right yeah and honestly it's it's i'm talking about those two specific players because you know adrian peterson uh adrian peterson won it one time and he was the entire offense for minnesota one year like uh and then you had uh what's his name i don't think he got the mvp but uh there somebody could have said that uh who's the running back for tennessee uh, uh king henry, henry. derrick henry. henry like he's another guy that could that a couple of seasons probably could have been in the running for mvp uh because he didn't it wasn't he wasn't getting yards because of his quarterback it was like uh his quarterback was getting was getting yards because of him uh so it's uh it's a little bit different of a situation, but I would say that McCaffrey would not be able to get the uh, the amount of yards and the amount of catches and the amount of receive receiving touchdowns if Brock wasn't in there. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The whole notion of, of quarterbacks, you know, playing in the system or, you know, being a system quarterback, every single quarterback in the NFL is... Every single one. In the system, Joe uh-huh. Montana, uh, Tom Brady, uh, everyone, because every system, every coach have their system they run. So the whole notion of a system quarterback is just ridiculous. Game manager, you know what? Whatever the title they want to give or say, it doesn't matter if the quarterback cannot execute what the coach wants. It doesn't matter what your play calling. We've seen Kyle Shanahan struggle with uh, Garoppolo. Yes, they won games, but they won games mainly because of our defense. And it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a lot because of uh, Garoppolo. And then when Nick Mullins went in there, we didn't do nothing. When uh, uh, Bethard and uh, C.J. Bethard, you got all these quarterbacks. That, Hoyer. Hoyer that we all go through the carousel quarterbacks. This offense wasn't as potent as it is this season. So let's stop with this whole notion of Brock Purdy is just this or he's just that. This guy is executing at a very high level of what Kyle demands of him. Even he has to get the ball to the players, right? He still has to uh, – dunks are easy, but if they're not executed correctly, you can – I've seen plenty of basketball players miss on dunks that, that were so easy. Why? Mm-hmm. Maybe they stepped too fast or they, they went in too hard or whatever. They still got to get the ball to their receivers. And why do the, why does, Pete, why does uh, Debo have a lot of yaks, yards? Why does uh, you or Christian, isn't that because maybe Brock Purdy is putting that ball in stride in a perfect mm-hmm. spot so they can continue running their course? And the timing. It's the timing. This is the this is the thing that I don't know if people remember when we had certain other quarterbacks 
and we sat there and would watch the all 22 or uh, such guys like Rich Madrid and a, and a bunch of other guys would put the all 22 video out and show guys running wide open that whoever quarterback was in there was missing. Kyle was dialing up all these wide open guys. <laughs> like uh, now we get a quarterback in there that's hitting all like uh, we don't complain about that anymore. We don't complain about about uh, we don't have tape of just watching guys run wide open and why didn't he throw it to that guy anymore? 